let his ass walk, but then what do we do? You know, then just starting over. That Vegas has really taken him to have that strong veteran presence in the locker room. And I don't know, baby. I don't know. I just, I just want to get after him, man. All right, and welcome to the Extra Point. I'm here with Bobby and Matt. Bobby, what's going on, buddy? What's going on, guys? How you doing? It's been a while. Doing good. good. Isolated, Yo. safe. <laughs> All separated. Bobby not in the studio. He is at home. Matt obviously up in Virginia. Yep. So we've had a Ooh. lot. We've had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we've all been busy with our own things, especially with COVID going around. I uh, hope everybody's staying at home and being safe as they should be, and not getting in anything and listening to podcasts and other things like this. Uh, we're going to go ahead and jump straight into free agency. We have a lot to catch up on that Matt made us very aware of earlier. pre-show. (laughs) We have a lot to cover. Um, so let's go ahead and do free agents. Matt, I'm gonna let you go ahead and start off. Uh, what's, uh, what's a couple of the big free agent names you want to talk about? Well, I'll just throw a quick, uh, couple off just from the Falcons, uh, people that have left and signed elsewhere and things like that. Uh, you know, you, we, we uh, let go of, you know, Vic Beasley, his rookie year, uh, ran up. He signed to the Titans one year, nine and a half million. Good luck with him. See ya. <laughs> uh Devondre Campbell. I, you know, I, I, I kind of wanted to re-sign him. He signed a one-year, uh, $6 million deal with Arizona. Um, wanted to keep him, especially for something that cheap, but is what it is. Uh, Todd Gurley, that was a big signing. Yeah. Uh, very happy that we signed him on the cheap. Um, don't know what yeah, your guys' yeah. thoughts about that one, real quick. If you guys do want to throw in an opinion on that, yeah, no, I uh, I like the deal. Um, I think uh, Dimitrioff, right? You're a GM. Yes, Thomas yeah. Dimitrioff. Yep, yep. I I think he did a really good job in negotiating that. It's going to end up where the Rams are paying more of the contract than Atlanta is, I believe. And uh, with him and Smith, Ito Smith is your current backup, correct? Yeah, I yeah. think that's a really good one-two punch. It, it it's an uh, ability to give Gurley a break um, and keep him fresh throughout the season. So if you do get to the playoffs, you're gonna have a really strong backfield to complement that offensive firepower that is your wide receiver game. And 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 I so I'm really big on the move. I think it was smart by Atlanta. Um, I'm a fan of it. Bobby, what are your thoughts? I mean, I, you know, I love the moves. I mean, obviously, Todd Gurley's got, you know, um, a couple of issues, you know, with that knee thing going around. Uh-huh. But, I mean, he didn't stay on the market long at all. I mean, the day that he got um, – I don't know if it was the day of or the day after. but Day after, yeah. Yeah, the Falcons did a good job, though, and I like the deal, a one-year deal, just to kind of see, you know, where you're at. It's a win now. It's a win now. You know, NFL is win now. Todd Gurley's, you know, been around for, I don't know, what, four or five years now. And – um I mean, he's productive, though. I mean, even at the end of last year, even though with that knee issue and all that, I mean, he still shows that he can be um, a very, very, very productive running back in the league. And I think he's definitely going to, you know, complement, you know, that offense. And um, I think it was a great signing. They didn't go long term. They didn't go overboard with it. One year. Let's see what happens. Change the scenery for him. I think that's a win for them. Absolutely. Good deal. Yeah, I pretty much agree with both of you guys. Um, all right, so a couple more here. Uh, Dante Fowler, mm-hmm. three years, forty-eight million. Uh, Wes, I know, <laughs> former Jaguar draftee. Yeah. Um, real no. quick thoughts on that one. Yeah, no, I actually uh, I like the pickup. 
Um, I've been a fan of a lot of Atlanta's moves this offseason. I think this is a smart decision. He is a very, very good um, outside edge rusher. I think he's going to complement that that defense really well and uh, and enforce the the defending QBs and the mistakes. He's got a really good spin move and a really good swim move. So uh, the dude, he's a baller uh, for sure. Uh, I hope he lives up to his contract. It is a pretty big contract, three three years, forty eight mil. But uh, if he plays anything like he did, even just last year with the with the Rams, he got eleven and a half sacks um, and sixteen tackles it for a loss. I, I think he'll be well worth the money. He's still young. He's 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 good. He doesn't have a history of injuries. Um, he's what twenty five still, right? Yeah, so, I think so he's yeah, he's maybe twenty six going into the season. He, yeah, he's 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 got so much potential still, and he's still growing as a player. So. I like the move. I think it's a great. Yeah, I like. I mean, I like. You know, Beasley. That's. I mean, you know, Tennessee. You know, with Mike Vrabel, obviously a defensive guy. It might be the right fit for him. Could uh, be. I mean, yeah. Was, yeah. I mean, he was pretty productive last year. He had eight sacks. You know, um, edge rushers are hard to come along. Like Wes said, he's got a really good swim move, really good pad level. Tennessee Titans. I mean, they're a team that's they're ready to win right now. I mean, we saw what they did last year. They got a really strong running game. You know, they build up that defense. And um, it doesn't hurt adding, you know, a very, very, very active pass rusher in Beasley. It's a nice move. Yeah, we're um, we were referring to the Fowler move, but uh, yeah, no Beasley. Uh, Beasley. Oh, we talk, oh, we, oh, I thought we were talking Beasley. My bad. No, 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 you're uh, good. I had to go to the fridge real quick. No, but but you're yeah. right. Beasley does have a Beasley does have a chance to kind of reignite his career in in Tennessee. Um, yeah. He's kind of going to be one of the bigger people on that on that defensive side with Jarrell Casey leaving. But, uh, yeah, your yeah. thoughts on Fowler. Dante Fowler is amazing, too, though, man. I love that kid, man, from ever since his days over at University of Florida. Just, I don't know yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Uh, Dan Quinn was the coach over there, bro, and, and, yeah. and Coach Fowler. So uh, there's, there's a connection already right there. So I'm kind of pumped about it. You know, I know it has injury history, but I still feel yeah. like three years, 48. Uh, you know, if God forbid if something really happened, you could you – could, get out of that deal without it being, you know, like a, you know, maybe it's a five or six year deal, longer term deal. I think we made the right move on that one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Dante's a player, man, you know, just, and he's still young. I mean, he's not that old too. You know what I mean? He's still young. I mean, I don't know, Wes, did he really get injured in Jacksonville that much? Or no, I mean, he tore the ACL within the first 30 minutes of the, uh, of, of <laughs> his rookie so, yeah. off season. But was that, was that, was that last year? Or was no, that was his, no, 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 that was his rookie four, year. Five, Four or five years, yeah, that was a while um, ago. But okay. other than that, he has not had a single injury since. He's been pretty much healthy the whole entire time. No problems. My bad, fellas. I had to, because I know we were sitting there talking linebackers, man. I was thinking about Beasley. And then, uh, no, you're good, no, because I did I, I did go, mention Dick Beasley. I had to go to the fridge and get a beer real quick, man. So I was <laughs> no, hey, man, no, you're good. I, I did mention Vic yeah. Beasley, and, and I know and, you're right about what you said about him. Uh, he's got He yeah. definitely has a decent swim move, and he's, he's got potential, but – I mean, Dan Quinn is also a uh, defensive, you know, sort of defensive, uh, you know, minded coach. He's totally a defensive line yes, guru. Um, yes. Couldn't bring the best out of Beasley only for one year. Hey, what do you think? Uh, uh, my bad, um, Matt. So, go so ahead, we're man. still talking the Falcons right now, though. Even mm-hmm. though this isn't a big loss, but, you know, my boy Trufant, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a Washington guy. So he's over. Yep. Um, he left. Where'd he go? He went over to, he went to Detroit, I believe. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah. And then Detroit went ahead and uh, uh, traded, uh, you know, Darius Slay. Uh, Slay, to the Eagles. yeah. So, yep. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, mean, I think, 
Yeah, no, and, and Trufant was good. I mean, he, he's, he's been uh, injured a couple times the past couple seasons, and I think, it, you know, his time just kind of ran up, uh, especially with their cap space and everything else. It was his time. Um, still not he's a bad cornerback. He's, he's starting to turn that corner, too, age-wise. I mean, I don't know how long. I mean, he was there, what, this year right now? Oh, seven years, man. Seven, seven years, years already? Seven please. years already, brother. Yep. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's time to move on. It's time to take Yeah, time. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Matt, what do you um, yeah, think no, about uh sorry, uh what do you sorry. think about Austin Hooper going to the Browns and then uh off that Hayden Hurst ending up in Atlanta? Well that 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 was actually my next uh my my next one, my last one on Atlanta real quick was uh yeah, the Austin Hooper. I'm I'm I was a little butt hurt <laughs> to be honest with you at first. Um kind of quickly got over that. Uh we drafted him in the third third if not fourth round. Um, I believe that, you know, and then again, you just said we traded for Hayden Hurst, who was the first round pick with the Ravens. Um, I believe it, you know, it was a good move. We had to make, we had to save the cap space. We couldn't pay Cooper the four year, $40 million contract Browns did. Um, and then Hayden Hurst is still on a rookie contract. Yes, we gave up a second round pick, but that second round pick was from the Muhammad Sanu, uh, to the Patriots trade earlier in the in the season so um unfortunately yeah giving up a second i think was pushing it but at the end of the day i think hayden hurst is going to be very close he's going to produce just the same as austin Cooper, in my opinion so i'm not I, i'm not too worried about it yeah that's the thing about free agency though <clears throat> a lot of people don't realize excuse me that it is such an overpaying market man it's like you know like exactly I'm almost a fan that Dallas isn't really hasn't really been a big player in that because, I mean, um, I mean we got I mean just these players are literally just doubling up their money, man. Just being an average player because there's so many teams that are so desperate at that time to get somebody that is only showed mild potential, but they're getting paid you know top three, four money in their positions at that time, you know. Well, so, good seg- a good segue to that real quick is Robert Quinn. Uh, who had a great, he had a good year with Dallas. Uh, what do you have? Eleven and a half sacks, I think. Yeah. Uh, last season. Might, hey, it might not even that much, but yeah. <laughs> but it's five years, seventy million. You know. Uh, and he, he don't get me wrong, he he was a productive player before that, but I mean, that's a lot of money to give out to a player that, and I believe Ed rushers are almost the same as running backs. They have a shorter lifespan, man. I, I don't know what it is they just do. They're very rare to come by to get a guy like uh, a Dwight Freeney or John Abraham or I agree. Know, one of those guys. It's so rare to get one of those guys. Uh, most of I them mean, only last a few years. I mean, that was like like when, you know, Dallas, I knew that we weren't going to be able to resign Byron Jones. Yeah, he was our yep. first-round pick out of Connecticut four years ago. And then obviously we had to sign like Amari, and you know we're worried about that. But good lord, what what deal did you get? He ends up being the highest paid cornerback in the NFL for the Dolphins. What? <laughs> You're talking about a guy that he isn't. He isn't. I, mean, I, I call him above average. All right, but nothing yeah. more than that. You know what I mean? That's like a desperate load. You know these teams that have that money to spend. And I mean, good for him. You know, but it's like, well, I'll let you walk for that money, man. I think he was getting. It's getting like seventy-eight million or something. <laughs> After like four years or five years. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, and it's Byron Jones, bro. Like, Byron Jones got burnt a lot last year. 
you know, he's decent in open field tackling and all that. But, man, uh, but I mean, that's just the desperation that teams have, you know, when it comes to free agency. It's panic mode. Yeah. Do you have any comments on that, Wes? No, you guys, I mean, y'all covered it pretty pretty damn well right there, if I do say so myself. I'd all say, right, I, well, all right. Well, uh, just keeping it on Dallas real quick, I, I don't I don't remember if we talked about this last time. I don't think we've, we had a chance to talk any free agency. Uh, on a side note, that was also Wes had a back injury. We'll throw that in there real yeah. quick. He's yeah. now doing a little bit better here. I am uh, walking again. That is that is all that matters <laughs> to me. <laughs> exactly. So exactly, that's good news. But on another note, uh, so I was going to go Jason Witten, and how did you feel about him signing with Las Vegas? I mean, that's kind of weird. I figured he would retire a Cowboy and go back. I to mean, the broadcast booth, but I guess he did so bad there. <laughs> Maybe he didn't get a contract from them. Being a Dallas man, I mean, he's a legend. He's going to be on, you know, Jerry's um, Ring of Honor, you know, and. Um, Love the guy. Probably about the best person, personality-wise, you know, that the NFL has seen up there. One of them. Not going to miss him, to be honest with you. Because, you know, I mean, obviously he's – I think he's just trying to prove himself right now, Matt, to be honest with you. You know, he obviously retired, went into broadcasting, came out, had, I don't know, what, 35, 40 catches last year, give or take, running around. Um, I think he's just trying to prove himself, prove something to himself. I mean, him and Gruden are actually really close. You know, they actually have a really close relationship or not. So I think he's just going to want to go in for one year and see, you know, um, I don't think it's about the money or anything. It's definitely not about the money or anything like that with him. I think it's just more for him trying to like prove to himself that he can still have it or not. But I wouldn't be surprised to see him. Uh, actually, I don't expect to see him after next year, you know, playing. Oh, yeah. No, NFL sure. again. Right. So, uh, I mean, it sucks to see, you know, he's a cowboy his whole life, but a lot of these guys move on, you know, elsewhere just to see if it'll work out, you know, in different places, um, more as a personal goal. But uh, I wish the best to him. I don't see really him, you know, having much of a factor, to be honest with you. So, you... Oh, yeah, no, I mean, neither do I. I don't see him having a, a huge factor, but uh, I just thought it was weird uh, just because of that, him not having a big factor. Uh, why would he still want to, be, you know, get, get or, why would some, why, and or, why would, or why would somebody even take him, you know? Like, so exactly I, I think true. that Vegas has really taken him to have that strong veteran presence in the locker room, and I'm sure that's something that Jerry and Davis uh, have talked back and forth about when they yeah. brought him in. He he brings in a strong veteran presence and, and a positive presence, which you're definitely going to need moving into Las Vegas. I mean, that's – it's going to be a culture shock for a lot of those players, and it's going to be hard. It's going to be really interesting to see how they manage that roster and that team. Obviously, with everything going on with COVID, it's going to be a little bit easier depending on how long this lasts. But once we're back to normalcy, how are these players going to react and respond being in Vegas all the time, especially – or, excuse me, seven, eight weeks a year, you know? You know what, Wes? You couldn't have said it better, man, because there's nothing <clears throat> more valuable than having veteran leadership in a locker room, especially with these young – egomaniac, you know, players that are coming in the league throwing all this money. So, I mean, that makes total sense right there. I mean, every locker room needs a mentor, you know, somebody that can, you know, these guys can look up to and that can steer them in the right direction. And Jason Witten's that type of guy, man. I mean, you're talking about the, uh, you know, two-time NFL Walter Payton Award winner, you know what I mean, throughout the community and all that. So what better person to have in a situation like that? You make a really good point. Exactly, and we'll keep rolling with Dallas here. Uh, I'll ask you a couple more, and, I'll, and Bobby, I'll let you uh, start this. Uh, first off, 
the haha Clinton Dick signing um more of a bridge signing in your opinion like until you get somebody else in there or do you think that he can be a big presence on that defense defense I, mean, I don't know about a big presence i mean obviously losing byron jones you know um who is kind of running that safety you know nickel db um position we had to pick up somebody we got him for a good rate um i'm not, I'm not sure what his numbers are was he was he was with the skins last year right or was that two years ago where was ha because he's he's came around He's been all he over the league uh, between the Bears yeah, yeah, and the, the Redskins. And the Packers, and I think, um, I didn't think the Skins might have had him for a minute or whatnot. But um, I mean, he's a talented player. He's not too old. I think he's, you know, sitting up in his upper 20s. But uh, I think this is more of a fill-in thing right now, Wes. And we'll see what happens in the draft. If there's anybody, then come in and give competition. Veteran leadership. Played a lot of games in the league. Um, safe move. And we didn't pay too much for him. Nothing sexy about it. I'm okay with it. Okay. Okay. And then finally, uh, Matt, did you have anything to add to that one? No, no, nothing at all, yep. actually. Um, no, you guys are good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And finally, this whole Dak conversation, what's going to happen here, man? We're hearing that uh, he's not going to attend the – the what the NFL is doing now is virtual training. So they're doing training via basically meetings, playbooks, stuff like that. We're hearing that he's not going to be a participant in that if this deal doesn't get done long-term. Um, have you been hearing any numbers in particular? Or do you think this is going to get done before the regular season starts? Or are we going to have like a Zeke 2.0 I mean, sort of thing going on? I think, I mean, I think it's going to get done. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. There's so many different stories that we're hearing. I mean, I've heard up to him being offered, what, 36, 37 million a year. Rumors are that he's asking for 40 million a year. Um, personally, uh, it was a smart choice by franchising him because obviously we need him. We're in a win now. We're, we're a team that's built to win right now. Mm -hmm. So we couldn't put him in the market. It was huge signing Amari Cooper. That was huge. So we can franchise him. Um, I think they're going to get it done, Wes, to be honest with you, because. I mean, to me, Dak's a top 15 quarterback in the NFL. Whether people like it or not, we got him for a great value, but in the draft. But, I mean, he's going to get paid, obviously. Uh, in my eyes, they're going to pay him. Jerry's going to – he's going to get what he wants. You know, they're, they're fighting a back-and-forth battle. Do I, me being a fan, I get kind of pissed off when I'm, like, I'm hearing somebody being so greedy about this and that. I'll be like, all right, let his ass walk, but then what do we do, you know? And then you're starting over, you know, quarterbacks, mm -hmm. are, quarterbacks are quarterbacks in the NFL. So quarterback driven league. Matt, what, um, what? I think they sign him. Jerry will give him what he wants. They're going to franchise him. They have that, you know, that opportunity to do that. So um, I think they'll make a deal. Jerry usually always does. All right. Okay. Okay. Matt, do you think this deal gets done? One and two, is it going to be north of 35 or south? Yeah, man, this this one's gonna be this one's gonna go down to the wire, because um, I've heard that Dak had opportunities to sign a deal that was for thirty three or thirty four million, something in that range, and and declined for whatever reason. Um, I don't. He's a good quarterback, but his numbers don't prove that he he needs to get paid as an elite quarterback. So why? I'm in favor of the Cowboys administration on this one, you know. Um, play hardball, man. Play hardball, man. Uh, he's good. Don't, don't get me wrong by any means. He's, he's a really good quarterback, but great or elite, we haven't seen that yet. So 
You know, exactly. Um, when we some playoff games, man. <laughs> you know, show, show me something. I need a little bit more. Um, you got Amari Cooper now. You have these. You have weapons. So I don't. I don't want to hear any of that. Uh, but you know what really kills me yeah. about this situation is though, like you got a 31 year old Ryan Tannehill. You know that sets the bar. He's getting 29.5 million a year. You know out of the contract that he got free agency. Yep. He, so then you got these young bucks now. Be like, well, this man. And and if you look at Tannehill's numbers last year, bro. I mean, he was winning games. I mean, I think they won that one playoff game with him having what 14 attempts. Yeah. I mean, they were rocking. You know, with Henry. So like, yeah, exactly. Quarterbacks are getting paid, man. And then and I'm not a fan of it, but. He, I mean, he had he had a really good yeah. season. I, I want to. I want. I think he had like twenty one or twenty two touchdowns and only six interceptions, and that's after missing. Uh, you know, I mean, he didn't start the first three games of the year. Yeah, Mariota started the first three or four games. Uh, so he, I mean, he had a good season, but yeah, no, exactly like you said, twenty nine and a half million was he worth that for how many ever years they signed him to? I don't. I don't think so. I would have signed him to a, 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 you know, maybe a two-year with the player option, and and if you performed well enough, yeah, then you can have a thirty million year after you after you do it again. You know what I'm saying? I want to see it again. So it, it's tough. It, it's tough for the Cowboys that they're in a rough spot. I think a deal will get done. I really do. Um, and the Cowboys might have to overpay a little bit at this point. But it is what it is. I think a deal will get done. I don't think Jerry's going to let it go. No, they won't. And they overpaid on Amari. Amari's a great receiver. But, I mean, he got – Not that good. No right, exactly. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's free agency, man. And yep. That's exactly, yep. You're 100% you're gonna, correct. You're going to overpay. That's why the best thing in my eyes is work off of the draft, off of that initial contract, get the value that you can out of those guys after those four years with your option. To what Bill Belichick is, is best at. And just for perspective, uh, Russell Wilson right now making the most average a year at thirty-five million a year. Is that Russell? That's Russell Wilson. Russell. He's 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 got the highest Russell, average yeah. at thirty-five million a year, followed by Big Ben, Aaron Rodgers, Jared Goff, and Kirk Cousins. Carson yeah, so Wentz the next Jared, one on that, that list. Goff, that Jared Goff contract was ridiculous, man. Yeah. Woo! Like, I mean, I'm sorry, but well, that I mean, and, and going, going going back to Dak though, there's no reason Dak should get more money than Russell Wilson, bro. I'm sorry, man. No. Russell's Russell's got one ring, should have two rings if they would have handed the ball off to Marshawn. Mm-hmm. Should have an MVP. Look what he's done, though. Like, what, you know, like, with he's nothing. not surrounded with crazy weapons and all that. He's, he's a, a player, he's, man. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's a fucking player, bro. And I didn't yeah. think Russell Wilson was that player after that, that one Super Bowl where he threw that pick. Not saying that that was all his fault. But after that moment, that man took his game to another complete level and, and is an MVP caliber player for real. He's MVP no year in and year out for sure, 100% no on that. Um, let's get into a few other free agents before we hit the obvious big one. Um, Cam Newton's still sitting out there as a free agent along with Jadavion Clowney. Uh, Byron Jones, we talked about, he went to the Dolphins' second highest contract for a cornerback in NFL history behind Darius Slay, who went to Philadelphia on the trade-in sign from Detroit. Um, Corey Littleton goes to Las Vegas to the Raiders. Um, Jack Conklin goes from Tennessee to the Browns. Phillip Rivers goes to the Colts. Do you think Phillip Rivers gives them a better chance to win than Jacoby Brissett, Bobby? Um, I do. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I do. I like Brissett. 
You know, he's a very mobile quarterback. Um, he, he makes a, a lot of minor mistakes. Um, but, I mean, you're talking about, you know, Phillip Rivers obviously made some bad passes last year from what we saw. Like, he, he knows how to lose a game. I mean, we saw uh, that yes. Yes, he obviously does. a lot last year. But um, weapon-wise, weapon though, I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't think they're going to have a um, um, a downfall in production when it comes to that position with him in there. Mm-hmm. I, I still think he has a year or two left in him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there might be a short lease, though. I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure what the contract details were or how long uh, the terms were in the contract. But is Jacoby still there? Or did he move on? Yeah, he's still there as the backup. Matt, uh, he's what do you still there as the backup? Yeah, Matt, what, uh, you think it's an improvement over Brissett? Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, I think him and T.Y. Heldon will hook up. And he's going to take chances. Yeah, we all know that. But. It's still going to be better than uh, Jacoby Brissett was playing literally for his career there, and I think was just too scared to throw the ball downfield. I don't know what the deal was. Maybe their offensive line is that bad. I thought they improved that over the years. That's where I was getting ready to go. I actually do think they have a better line, and in fact, that's why I think Phillip Rivers will do better, and it doesn't have anything to do with the receiving core. It has everything to do with the, the line. I don't think he's ever really a lot had more protection, a lot more protection for sure. I don't think he's really had a fantastic line in his career, be it in San Diego or L.A. Um, coming over here, you have you bring back Anthony Costanzo, uh, the un, probably the, one of the undisputed leaders of that offensive line. They are a good offensive line, and I think what was happening happening is Jacoby Brissett kind of went into his comfort zone, which was kind of just getting outside of the pocket and letting it go, and, and, and actually ended up putting his offensive lineman in a position in a bad position. So. I think the Philip Rivers deal is good, and I think he's going to have more time to get the ball off. I don't know if it's a major upgrade. I don't. I don't know how many more wins I see them getting because you always have that factor of of Philip Rivers trying to force the ball too many times. And that that's what concerns me. But um, other than that, I think it is a little bit of an upgrade. Not much, but a little bit. Right. Yeah, I think we're even on that. Um, Chris Chris Harris Jr. goes to the Chargers from the Broncos. I thought that was a, another big deal. Um, he goes there on a two-year, $17 million deal. McCourty stays with the Patriots. Um, Jason Pierre-Paul stays with the Bucks. You have Von Bell. Uh, Von Bell goes to the Bengals. Melvin Gordon leaving uh, the Chargers going to the Broncos to be a good one-two punch with Philip Lindsay. I think that's a sneaky good move by the Denver Broncos because you're not really, really paying them a whole too. lot. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, I mean, that's an upgrade for the Broncos, you know, at that position for sure. And um, <clears throat> the Broncos also made a really nice move. Uh, to me, the dumbest move so far in the offseason, not free agency, but the Texans trading DeAndre Hopkins. Like, oh yeah, of course, doing? of course. <laughs> Texans. Like, I don't know Bill. what Bill O'Brien. I don't know what Bill O'Brien's mind is at times, man. I really don't. Like how do you the, turn the past run year and a half has. has... Dude, it, it's insane. I do not understand this trade. You got David Johnson, who didn't even really, you know, they shut him down for uh, who did pick up Kenyon Drake? Who outperformed him? Dolphins, man. And Kenyon Drake went off, and and David Johnson wasn't. I mean, he wasn't doing as well. He's but got, he wasn't he's got doing half of it. Man, he's, 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 I mean, he's he's a mid running back. It's that right now. And for a second-round pick, and then a fourth-round pick, not even for this season, but next season. What are four, we talking four, about here? Four, four, arguably, I mean, this is up for debate, but DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, a lot of people could say he might be the best receiver in the NFL. I mean, Yo, 
you know what's funny is 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 honest, honestly he he you know I, I'm biased I'm Atlanta you know you know yeah, Jet Julio, Jones, baby, Jet Jones Julio Quinn sure. Forrest Jones uh you know uh that's the goat in my eyes uh but if I had to have anybody next to him it'd be or or compete with it it'd be no it'd be D Hop all day all yeah. day. I mean, yeah, he's, the guy, he's a the guy plays, he's a high character kid. You know what I mean? He's got no off-field issues. He's a great human being. Was um, that catching the? Was, it was a, Was it against the Steelers? Was that a playoff game? Am I thinking of where he tipped the ball up to himself and then caught it in the corner of the end zone? I don't know if you guys can remember the play. I know the play about. you're talking about, but I don't remember I the it, game. I think it was against. I can't remember, and I don't know if it was a playoff game. I might be talking on my ass here, but. Uh, I, I know that he. I do know that he did tip the ball. D Hop tipped the ball up to himself with a defender draped all over him, and they caught it on the side of the end zone. It was amazing. I mean, guy's phenomenal. He is. He is. Yeah, I, yeah. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's happy man. I mean, I mean, don't forget Larry Fitz. Larry Fitz. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, I love Larry Fitz, man. That, that's, that's one of my favorite players ever in NFL history. Uh, I'm really happy that I grew up uh, in a time where I was I was younger and then and then grew up and, and you know I'm 27 now and, and Larry Fitz has been just the most class class act player probably that I've probably ever seen probably the biggest the probably the biggest in our era yes without without a doubt had that amazing touchdown oh man I I can't I'll never forget that 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 Steelers uh, Cardinal Super Bowl what a good game. Yeah, I, I think the move is pure genius by Arizona. Uh, Bill O'Brien, anything short of an, an AFC championship game, I think, is going to end in his demise. I, I think that he's he's kind of pushing himself out the door at this point. And I know he's really. It, AFC, you said AFC championship game. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna go that really? far. Really? So because you're, telling, you're saying he's got to make it all the way. I mean, he doesn't have to win. No, it. I don't I think mean, he has to win the AFC uh, championship. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, Wes was saying if they don't make it to the AFC championship, man, he's out the door. Correct. And, wow. And, okay. And, and, and call right. it a bold prediction. Call it what you will. But that team has stalled no, I severely. Agree. I, agree. Um, I agree. The team has won more division titles than any other team in the division the last few years. Um, and it seems every year, uh, 2017, you had Jacksonville, uh, you had the Colts that obviously have been up in there at those AFC championship games. You have Tennessee last year, AFC championship game. Houston's never been to one. And with all the talent they've had over these years and the inability to get to that, get over that hump, it's looming. Not to mention you've already pissed off your star quarterback because you just got rid of his best weapon. You have a very lackluster run game. Your defense is falling apart. There's, there's a lot of band-aids on this team that is really Mainly Deshaun Watson. I mean, if Deshaun Watson, I mean, you watch him every game get beat to hell. How many more times is he going to take that before they try and get him some help on the offensive line? They give him more weapons. I understand you picked up Brandon Cooks, but you can't tell me in your right mind that Brandon Cooks is a replacement for D Hop because it's well, not it's even exactly, close. Exactly. No. Well, sorry to interrupt real quick, but the, I mean, yeah, they so they pick up Brandon Cooks and then they pick up Randall Cobb. On a yeah. three-year twenty, I think it was three-year twenty-seven million dollars. It's not even like it was a three-year eighteen three where they could get out of it after a year or two. No, they it was a three-year. I'm pretty sure it was a twenty-seven million dollar deal. I've I've, Randall Cobb. I've literally watched That's the story just, happen in the AFC South because it happened to us a few years ago. We could have signed uh, AR15, so a- Allen Robinson. We could have re-signed him, but we let him walk, and instead we signed. Uh, 
Marquise Lee to an extension, who has been injured every season since, and uh, Dante Moncrief, who isn't even on the Steelers roster, who he went to last year. So trust me, I, this is I have watched this happen in my own franchise, and I'm telling you, he's on his way out because they've had such a winning mentality lately that it's going to get to the point where he, they're they're going to say, okay, we need to bring somebody in now because I mean he again he's pushed himself out in my opinion. Well, staying with, staying with the Bill O'Brien while we're on it right now. I mean, that all started when he got rid of Davion Clowney, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, who's a freak? And we saw what he did last year in Seattle, who, is, in my eyes right now, is the current available free agent, number one free agent that's available. But, I mean, this guy traded, you know, got rid of two, um, arguably, you know, top three players in their position, you know, in back-to-back years. Yep. Yep. And, and that's the whole thing. That's what exactly what I'm saying. You've... Your best player on your defense, I'm sorry, J.J. Watt can't stay healthy. So your best player on your defense, Jadavion Clowney, you well, sent him out the door. Well, the the uh, Jadavion Clowney situation, I, I that one I kind of – I'm sorry. I have to agree with Bill O'Brien on that one. I really do. Uh, with the injuries that he had and inconsistency and everything else, I mean, can you really pay that guy? You know, even a Dante Fowler, three-year, $48 million, I would never pay – I'd pay Dante Fowler that 80 million times over than I'd pay. I just couldn't do it. And that's fine if you want to have that conversation. I agree with you. But you can't have that con- – if you're Bill O'Brien, you can't say that when the player on the other side hasn't stayed healthy in like the last six seasons. And you have him on a big deal. And that's J.J. Watt. I, so and I get what you're saying. I agree I, with I you. But what are you going to do? Are you going to cut J.J. Watt? Because that deal was signed – or was was that during Bill O'Brien? I mean, I'm sure it was during. Yes, it was. We all know what's happened to J.J. Watt and his, yes. his injuries. And then he came back and had a phenomenal year and then, of course, got injured again. Um, I mean, so what do you do? Cut J.J. Watt? Who yeah, is... I, I would. Honestly, I would. I would I would cut J.J. Watt or I would try and trade him for something better because I, at the end of the day, I'm going to take my chances on Clowney. But, hey – I mean, hey, I, I, I'm kind of with you on that, Wes. I think that JJ Watt right now is going to be in a Jason Witten situation, man. Or, yeah, and that, that's he's, he's yeah, yeah exactly. For a couple of years, and then he can retire, do whatever he needs to do. Uh, you know, did, did, I mean, Clowney. I mean, he had what three and a half sacks. I mean, that's okay, cool. Yeah, he had, he had, he had a, well, but wait, but wait, but yeah, I understand, Bobby, and I, we all, we all. We're, I think we're talking, we're texting each other during that for that playoff game, or maybe or no, that one game, that, that one game he had against the 49ers. You're right. I'm looking at this that, it was that game. Three sacks he went last year, off. fumbles, and I think that was all that one game. But that one game just showed, like, but I know where you're coming from, Matt. Though it's like I mean, I'm just coming off of what there, what Vic Beasley did. Yeah. yeah, I'm just coming off of what Vic, Vic Beasley did with the Falcons. It's like okay, you. He had a, a 16 and a half sack season, sack leader, four, four, yeah. four or five force fumbles, and then has been a ghost ever since. Yeah, he had a strong uh, uh, finish the last season, but in my eyes, when you when you have a couple of bad seasons uh, in between a good season, and then it's your free agent year, and you and you go off, I'm I'm skeptical on that. Uh, well, there's a, there's a, and there's and you know, no Matt, sorry to interrupt, but you're kind of right though because he's still available right now. Yep. You know? So yep. obviously there's teams that are he's going to get. I mean, I, I feel like the Falcons would would have made a move on something like that if they felt it was worth it. And and like I said, uh, Dante Fowler's injury history and 
we felt way more comfortable signing him to a, a, this contract than – I mean, it, it, don't get me – like I said, that, that game that he had was was, was uh, Yeah, that was – that was probably one of the best defensive performances by a player I've seen in, like – In a long years, time. In a long time. In, in a while. In a while, man. It, 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 was, it, was, it was phenomenal. And but you're right, though. One game, one game doesn't do justice, though, too. It's you not know, enough for me. So the verdict is out on Clowney, and we'll see where he ends up going. A few more moves uh, that went on. Uh, I guess I'll go ahead. Since you guys covered Dallas and Atlanta, I'll cover Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville, uh, on January 22nd, they bring in Jay Gruden as their offensive coordinator. Um, March 15th, they trade Calais Campbell to Baltimore for a fifth-round pick. Um, they release uh, Jeff Swaim. Uh, which we all saw coming. I mean, he didn't really do anything in Jacksonville. Placed uh, third-round tender on Keelan Cole, uh, and then they also ended up bringing in Tyler Eifert on a two-year contract along with Joe Schilbert. Uh, so a lot of different moves going on there. Ones I I would well, say. Real quick, I mean, we didn't even really get into the the Gardner Minshew. And Nick Foles thing there. Yeah, also uh, you how have comfortable are you with that real quick? Yeah, so Nick Foles goes to Chicago. Chicago eats the uh, majority of that contract. Um good move first of all, good move on the Nick Foles deal. Um we actually ended up getting picks for that, so it kind of softens the blow. Um I think it was really good. As far as yeah, the money dumped hit, a, dumped a lot of money. Amazing. Of that contract out too. That, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was that was a smooth move by Jackson. Uh, Caldwell has definitely done a good job. Um this off season. And, you know, as much grief as he's gotten, I think he's done a pretty damn good job. The problem has always been, and uh, seemingly always will be retaining the player, um, getting them into that long-term contract. Because if you look at the players that have been coming in, they are pretty high caliber players, Amazing. but they're not staying in Jacksonville. They're going somewhere else. And, and a lot of that had to do obviously with Coughlin and you, you, several Jags players have come out and said that and mentioned it. And, it kind of destroyed that front office and then in turn destroyed the team altogether. Um, but very to, unfortunate. Yeah, uh, it's, it it's is very sad because the defense that you guys had built there was unstoppable reminiscent of, of the Seahawks and, you know, 2013, 2014 and those years, if not better, yeah. if not even better. So uh, yeah, I, I feel your pain on a, that. A one quick, a, definitely a quick fall. Um, one good year, and that was it. But uh, to get back to your question on Minshew, uh, as far as the confidence level, I'm pretty confident in him. You're bringing back the majority of your staff, um, so he'll be comfortable with that. Obviously, bringing in, keeping your uh, your head coach is a big part of that. Um, you do lose John D. Filippo as the offensive coordinator, but you do bring in a quarterback guru and Jay Gruden, so that's kind of nice yeah. to have. Um, yeah, it's gonna be good for him. I think that he will be the day one starter without question. Uh, I do think Jacksonville will look into drafting a QB, though. It won't be in the first two or three rounds, maybe later, looking on a project QB. I don't think Dobbs will be the backup going into the regular season. Um, and then look to look to the free agent market after the draft if they don't go for somebody there to, to maybe, you know, patch something together. Who knows? Um, a lot of people were saying and talking, there's whispers about Cam potentially to Jacksonville. And then there being a QB competition between him and Minshew for the starting job. Uh, Fournette actually went on first take talking about it, and he's like, it's no disrespect to Minshew. It's just, you know, a friendly challenge to see if he can beat him. And if he can, he deserves the role 100 times over. So um, I'm confident with Minshew. I'm fine with him. 
because one, he's zero cap hit, he's zero liability early at this point. And two, we have so many different things we need to take care of that he is the least of my worries at this point. Um, we have offensive line work that needs to get done. I'd like to see us draft a wide receiver. Um, the defense is completely broken. Uh, you, you're probably not getting Telvin Smith back ever again. I'd say he's pretty much done. Um, haven't heard anything about that. Yeah, um, that's Josh. That was my guy too. Yeah, me too. Me yeah, too. Man. Me too, man. I love that dude. But uh, you know, he's uh taking his time doing his thing and. All you can do is respect it. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's fighting demons, man. Hopefully he overcomes it, man. That's all that matters, man. Personal shit instead of NFL. So. Yep. Uh, the, per- the biggest loss, obviously, was Calais Campbell, especially from a locker room mentality. Uh, yeah. that, that really blew. Um, it would have been nice to have him, but I understand. Yeah. And Jacksonville did right by taking care of him. He went to the no, he went to the uh, Ravens for a fifth round pick, and that was a total courtesy thing from Jacksonville because they wanted to get him to a to a championship, you know, and and they sent him to the best one of the best teams in the league. So, you know, he's going to be really good for that locker room, and I wish him the best of luck. And uh, I would like to see him win something. It's just a shame I couldn't see him in one game with the uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year badge on a Jags uniform. That's kind of what I wanted. Uh, I was going to cop that jersey day one, even though I already have hey, one. You got that jersey, bro. I hope. I hope yeah, you, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Um, and then you have A.J. Boye going to the Broncos on a cheap deal, and he actually came on NFL Network and thanked Dave Caldwell for the way it was handled so simply, which kind of leads me to the Yannick Ngakwe situation. Um, obviously still tagged. Has, he will not be signing that tender. He has no intention of in staying in Jacksonville, um, and he has made that abundantly clear through uh, social media and ESPN. He was on there one day, and he said, I'm just looking to go somewhere else and start over. Uh but it goes to show that because he keeps being so vocal about this, it, it's getting tied up and it's taking forever. And Jacksonville's asking for you know a, a ransom for this first for them as a uh, in picks. You know they have twelve picks. They're going to yeah. try to continue to build off that. You might see something happen draft night where he ends up part of a package trade. I mean, who knows? There's teams that want to trade up into the nine ten area because of the wide receivers available there. Atlanta's interested in trading up. Denver's interested in trading up. Um, it seems like they're talking to the Browns. That that's what I've heard. The Browns and the Broncos definitely talking. Um, I thought I heard something about Atlanta talking to, to some teams between seven and twelve. Um, so you know, I'm sure we're you know at least listening and entertaining offers for that nine pick, uh, just in case you know we we don't go after something right there. We still have a twenty, and and you would gain more capital off that anyway. So. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see where Jacksonville goes. This isn't going to be a good year as far as wins and losses. This is going to be setting up for the future. And uh, honestly, it's going to be uh, Caldwell setting up the future for the next probably GM because he will probably be the next guy out the door along with Caldwell. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, with uh, with Marone. It's going to be interesting, man. I can't wait for the draft, fellas. Man, yes, sir. No sports on TV right now, man. I'm like, I don't even – how are – like – so what's the word? Like, how are they doing the draft, though? Is everything going to be, like, all it's remote? Virtual. All virtual. All virtual? All right. So, like, whoever gets drafted, the number one pick, Joe Burrow, arguably or whatnot. So he'll be in his house. They'll have a camera there. And then I don't even think – like Yeah, I was going to say they might be doing Zoom yeah. stuff, but they're not going to be having any camera people at any of the locations. So it'll either be, like Matt said, strictly like Zoom or some other sort of uh, a platform right. like that. Or it'll be nothing because they they can't do it. They can't be sending people to those houses. Um, right. I feel like the only reason they're doing it is because it, I mean, there's literally nothing else in sports that can go wrong. Oh yeah. 
so this is the only thing that they can make happen um, that can still go on, and, and people are still going to tune in no matter what. I mean, people are still going to be on ESPN, NFL Network, uh, seeing what picks come in and things like that. So I dig it, man. I love it. All right, well, before we jump yeah, into from- – go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. A week from what? A week from the day, man. Yes, sir. Um, but before we get into that, we got to talk about one more free agent signing at least. We got to cover Tom Brady to the Buccaneers. Hey, I so, was going to bring it up. I thought somebody was going to Yeah, I was, was going to say the same oh, thing, too. Saving it for the end. <laughs> saving it for the end, baby. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to start with you, Matt. Uh, with Bill Belichick, obviously not a non-factor now. You get Bruce Arians and Byron Leftwich, which have proven to be a good team both in Arizona and in Tampa Bay. Um, he's got weapons all over the place. Uh, I mean, ridiculous weapons. They, they can do, yeah. do a little uh, work on the right. run game. Hold on one sec. One sec. They do a little work on the uh, run game. Is this a team with Brady that's winning over 10 games? Oh my God. Get, get the F out of here. If I could cuss on this podcast, I mean, I, I, I mean, you already have, I'm sorry, man. No, no, trust me. No, if I could really cuss on this podcast, I would. I am, uh, I, I, I'm, whew, I'm hot. I'm really hot about this one. Uh, I mean, dude, he's got Mike Evans. I, I mean, let, let's not even. God beat. OJ Howard. Uh, Godwin. Uh, Godwin. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, and, and yeah, dude. Bruce Arians. What are we talking about? Oh, he's going for Bruce. He's leaving Bruce. Yeah, but he's going to Bruce freaking Arians, man. Come yes. on, guys. We already know what this guy's done. Look what he did to Carson Palmer's. Uh, second half of his career, see if you even call it a second half. He had a he had a, a resurgence. Know, years, uh, resurgence there. I mean, he had his best years of his career there in Arizona. Um, and yeah, he had Larry Fitz and maybe a couple other people. But uh, I mean, it's it's Mike Evans. God, uh, yeah, no. I'm nervous. Um, I'd love it though. I'm not gonna lie, I love it. I freaking love it, man. I, I, I'm all about it. Let's go, baby. You know what, Tom Brady? Finally, you're in a division that is worth a damn. And yeah. many people may not think that the NFC South is worth a damn. But guess what? Uh, we've had, shoot, in the past 15, even if even if you want to go back to 20 years, to where the, the Panthers played the Patriots in, in the Super Bowl, uh, I mean, there's been some really good NFC South teams. Uh, the Saints winning a Super Bowl. The Falcons should have winning a Super Bowl. Uh, it's it's going to make it very interesting, man, and I, I'm all about it. I love it. I think it's going to step up Matt Ryan's game, everybody's game. I can't even say just Matt Ryan, but uh, everybody in the NFC South. It's, it's going to be amazing, and I cannot wait to see – how it plays out. Yeah, Bobby, thoughts? You know what? I'll, I'll be honest with you right now. I'm going to go under on that 10, all right? But wow, what? I'm going to go under on that 10, but like Matt said, though, I don't think it could be a better situation for the NFL, though, having him go from um, one extreme to another, you know, going from, you know, the AFC to the NFC South. Um, he's got a great situation, obviously, with Godwin, Mike Evans, 
you know, OJ Howard, you know, Ronald Jones is running back. And um, uh-huh. I mean, the, the weapons are there. There's no question about it. I still think he's a system guy. And I'm, and if I get proven wrong, I will eat my crow because I want to see how Tom Brady can operate. You know, um, I, I just can't wait. I just can't wait for this. That's I, what I'm I, saying, I, man. I can't, I can't even be more excited. I can't even be more excited yeah. right now to see how this pans out, to be honest with you. Yep. And if he wins 13 games, I will not be surprised. If Put he, my mouth. You know, if he wins seven or eight, eh, okay. But, I mean, Brady's a winner. We know that. I'll be honest with you. I just can't really even pinpoint it right now. Um, I just want to sit back and put my recliner up and have a beer in my hand and uh, see how this works out, man. This is going to be yes, fun. Yes, sir, man. There's nothing it's else you can do at this point, man. It's, There's it's, nothing it's, else you can do. Like you said, though, it's going to be it's going to make the whole NFC South so um, so competitive. You know, um, these guys are definitely going to be turning up because you know they want to you know especially these, you know, these linebackers at defense ends. Oh, let me get – Oh, yeah. Up or, even you know, Carolina. Even Carolina is kind of suddenly going through a rebuild. Right, yeah. It's it's going to be um, it's gonna be fun. And I was um, – I thought he was going to go to California. I thought he was going to go to San Diego, to be honest with you. But um, – Florida um, makes sense. Tampa Bay makes sense. That's where he's right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean – You know, Giselle, wifey, you know, obviously makes all those decisions and whatnot. But um, it's a good fit for him. I mean, you know, he, Tom, Brady, <laughs> Tom Brady's not stupid. You know, I mean, no, no. If he has weapons. I mean, yeah, oh, of course. He's not going for a paycheck. He, no, hell no. None of these people. I'm sure he, Never. he probably didn't even negotiate the contract. He's like, all right, what are you going to pay me? Here we go. I mean, they got more money than anybody, obviously. Has never, never gone for a paycheck. We, we already know that. So, I mean, uh, to be wanted, uh, you know, and the Buccaneers definitely wanted him and, 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 yeah, that's good. I, I can't a, wait, man. It's going to be, you know, I'm happy for those people in Tampa right there, man. They're, they're excited. It's going to be fun to see. I can't wait to watch it, to be honest with you, man. I'm, I'm Brady really Jarrett, looking forward Dante to it. Fowler, Jack McKinley. Woo! Yeah. I don't know, baby. I don't know. I just, I just want to get after him, man. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah, I know you're going to like that. You'll be able to see it twice. Look at my chop. <laughs> Yeah, I think. What do you think West? Yeah, I mean, I, it's a it's a damn good deal. I mean, it makes sense. Uh, I definitely get him going to there. I I I think he might push as far as the ten wins. I think maybe he's going to end up at ten wins, maybe eleven if they if they, you know, I I don't I don't see this being over a ten win team. I think they're going to do great um, in some facets, but I think the NFC South is going to be a, a very big gauntlet, and I don't think. Uh, it, it's going to be taxing on Tom Brady to a different extent. I don't think he can't handle it. I'm not, not, not what I'm saying at all. The dude's f- over 40 years old and he's out there balling still. I think he can handle it, but you're you're not playing the AFC East anymore. You're getting a high caliber a high caliber division, and this I think you guys have actually undersold the division if that's even possible. This division is ridiculous. It oh, is think so about it. Think good. About- and, and I'm sorry to interrupt real quick, man. I just the more I think about it, it's just like think about this. I mean, the, the the Falcons, the Saints, and the Panthers. I mean, it's just just them having Tom Brady in their conference. They're all. I bet you they already every single one of them. I don't give a f about coronavirus. They've had that date. Like they probably already know when you know when it's gonna be. They probably already know this because the schedule comes out in May, you know, a, a little already under a month from now, May 9th, and 
I feel like they already know, and and they're just licking their chops, man. I, I it, it's gonna be. I, I just can't explain it, dude. I just can't explain it. I'm it's gonna be musty TV, man, when he starts. <laughs> it is. Like it's. I don't know if it's just me because I'm in the NFC. Like my team's in the NFC South. I really don't know if it's just me or if I'm just you you know overstating it or what you know whatever. But like I, I'm so freaking hyped, man. And I think the Saints. The Falcon, all of them are going to be like, what? Tom Brady's? Oh, oh, bro. Okay, yeah. You you thought you had it? You thought you had it easy up there, or you thought you might have had a hard? Whatever you might think it is, a cold weather boohoo. All right, bro. Get ready, because we're we're coming at you, man. We are coming at you, and that's not just me. That's that's not the Falcons. That's that's the thing. They're going to be looking their chops. People are looking their chops right now. it's gonna be it's gonna be nice. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's it's gonna be it, it's gonna be a hell of a division. Like I was saying, it, it, it's gonna be a hell of a division, and that's why I don't think he's gonna get. He, he might be around ten wins. I think what's gonna end up happening is they're gonna end up fighting for that second wild card position with their division. And I think, I mean, it's early now, and we'll do you know record predictions once the schedule's out and everything like that. But right now, I see they're gonna end up being the third team in the division behind New Orleans and Atlanta. That's just me. Wow. Because this the, – and the reason I say that is, again, uh, he's going to be on a good team. Yes, I get that. Um, the division is going to be taxing. Uh, those defenders are going to be relentless like you already alluded to. And um, on top of all that, all that, you're, the Saints and the Falcons have an advantage over the Panthers and the Bucks, being that they have been – they're in the same playbook that they've been in for years. Um and they're running the very same systems. This, this offseason is going to be very important to Tampa Bay and, and Carolina. And they, all they can do is virtual, at least to this point, you know, that we know of, which I think will be the case going forward. I don't think they're going to get a full offseason to get everything done. And and then that's going to it's going to show in the regular season. It's going to take them a few games to get rolling. And that could be costly coming towards the end of the season. And that's why I say it, it'll be like that. I, I see New Orleans taking this division in a close one with Atlanta and, and the Bucks right up in it too. So that's just me. That's just me. Hey, moving forward, though, while we're still talking about the NFC South, though, what do you guys think about McCaffrey's contract? Four years. He's the Russell Wilson of the Good running back him. position to me. Of the running back Good position. For him. I agree, man. I mean, he's a dude. I mean, As a Falcons fan, I hope he has two more years and he fucking they run his ass into the ground. Excuse me, but <laughs> they run his ass into the ground, and that's a wrap. But that, that's it's it. been, but that's just that's that's a compliment because of how good of a player he is. I get it. He he is that good. They have to give it to him. They have to give it to him. They yeah. had to. They had to. And he's a beast. He he is uh, the best running back. Uh, um, I mean, I guess you know there's a difference between running back slash receivers and just he's, a running back. But it, in my opinion, he's the best running back in the game, and he is shoot a top twenty wide receiver in the game. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and does everything. He's a beast. He, he's he's my modern day Marshall Falk. I was gonna say that. That's exactly what I was gonna that say. Is, he is the best. He's the best uh, dual threat running back since Marshall Falk, in my opinion. Barring health, he's gonna be ten times better. Just, I'm, I'm, as long as he that, stays that's healthy. Come, that, that's coming from a, a big Marshall Falk. Oh, yeah. Big uh, 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 greatest show on turf fan. I'm a huge Yes, you fan. are. I remember that very well. 
So uh, I think he's better than that, and barring health. He earned it. Good for him. I'm happy for him, man. He's a hardworking boy. Yep. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up our free agent edition episode. We've got the draft coming up very soon. We've already got the majority of our first rounds done. The next episode is going to be with the draft. And uh, we'll do, what do you guys want to do, uh, first 12 picks, 13 picks, since we'll have a whole episode to it? Whatever you want, bro. Man, yeah, we're good. I mean, we can do, I mean, if we want to do three more, we can do 1 through 10, 11 through 20, and then uh, 21 to 32. That works for and me. It just depends. I mean, we could, or, or we could do 1 and 1. Uh, we could do uh, 15 and And, and then 16 and, through and 32. Then, yeah, we'll play with the time folks and we'll see what we can do um to get it into these episodes but we'll definitely have both of those airing live uh if not live um they'll both be out on itunes and iHeartRadio well before the draft next week we are pumped we have some extra time on our hands and we are going to get episodes put out because this draft is coming and once that draft hits and gets rolling Regardless coronavirus or not, that's when the excitement really starts. Hopefully, we have a season this year, fellas. Yeah, I think we yeah, will. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking we will, guys. I'm thinking we will. I'm already hearing, you know, today's April 16th, and I'm thinking we're. Uh, I've already heard that NASCAR is trying to start. Clearly, this is no yep. fans, but there's other sports. Uh, other golf starting up in June. NASCAR. Major League uh, Baseball, all... Major League Baseball, talking about playing their games in Arizona. Yep. You know, without fans and all that. I mean, we're just trying to get back to normal, man. Hopefully, you know, everybody obviously stays safe, obeys by the rules. Yep. And um, I know us and millions and millions of others are waiting for sports. You know what? I'll tell you what, though. This summer is going to be freaking wild when it comes to sports, bro. Oh yeah. Things going to open back up. I don't know what they're going to do with the NHL hockey. Um, NBA is done, right? So they canceled that? Uh, no, 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 it's not I mean, canceled NBA yet. and NHL, I mean, they're, NHL, they're kind of on the yep. same exact schedule, and they have not, uh, you know, come out with anything if they're going to, you know, just start with playoffs or, which in my opinion, I think they should do. I don't know if we want to get into that now or not, but I think that that's what they should do is in June, if, if, if everything is A-OK with no fans, uh, I, think, I think NBA and NHL should just, just to dive straight into playoffs, uh, you know, and then start, start, start maybe start. next year late, a little later and mm-hmm. do what they got to do. I mean, start major league baseball. So, I mean, we could have a whole summer full of just, you know, everything catching up like crazy. You know what I mean? And it will be NHL, a blast. Baseball, we won't be able to get off basketball. our couches. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. It, stuff, man. Exciting yeah, times yeah, ahead. Oh yeah, well, I think uh, I think we'll be good to go. Hopefully by September at the latest. I think that's when things will start rolling, and and you'll get maybe a revised uh, NFL preseason and uh, maybe a revised uh, NFL season. Maybe a few games with no fans in the stands too. I'd be okay with that as long as they're playing. I would be a okay with that. Yeah, it's just, I mean, if we can, we can. Do, I mean, yeah, I'm down to do some extra podcasts. Hell yeah. Um, uh, Extra football stuff. I mean, we can just talk about a little bit of history about each of our teams and maybe just history and, you know, person or our own personal lives and how NFL football has 
affected uh, us. You know, oh, yeah. You know, exactly. Obviously, yes, hey, we're all, hey, we're all nerds on this shit right here. That's the reason why we do it. So we're, yeah. we're all we're all in it together, man. And, and we all love football. And that, that's what it's all about, man. That's, that's it is what it is. <laughs> well, can't wait for the draft next Thursday, man. That's going to be fun. Man. Hell yeah. It, it gives us sports fans something to look forward hey, to. Hey, man. And, and, if, and if we can, hey, I'm down to do something live. If we, if we can yeah, do we something can, yeah, where... We can go we're all watching it, even if it's on TV or whatever. Yep. We're just watching on TV. We all just discuss with pictures that are coming in. I'm down for that. Uh, you know, yeah, let's, hey, let's Wes, do hey, it. Hey, Wes, we did it last year, you know, obviously on scene, but, I mean, maybe we could do we, something where we're all on, you know, you know, during the first 15, 20 picks, you know? We did hey, it on man, YouTube I'm, last I'm year at the bar. Um, this year I'm trying to get all the audio and, st- and stuff figured out i have a really good idea um of how we can do it uh i'll talk to you guys about that obviously off air but i think there's a possibility where we could do a live episode with all three of us uh no problem so we will continue and don't to forget work- though i'm still i'm still on with ricardo allen man uh, you know everything you know went crazy in life nowadays man so i haven't really reached out to him that kind of changed changed everything changed you know, the game i just found out that him and and actually I might be mistaken. I might have read this completely wrong. I know he started a podcast within the past couple of weeks here. I don't know if it was, I, I believe it's with his wife. I believe it's with his wife. And it's just kind of a little bit about everything. But uh, uh, that'd be interesting. And we could plug that. We can do all that. So, yeah. you know, I, I couldn't wait, man. I, I, I'm so down for, uh, you know, to get in touch with him and, and get Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was going to go down, but, you know, the world went to a... Oh, and of course, y'all, dude, and it was literally right as all that was happening, right at the beginning yeah, of man. all this. It was when we got, yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, hopefully we can get him on. It's still yeah. in the back pocket, and, uh, yeah, no, man, that'd be great if we could get him on. Absolutely. We'll get Sorensen on too, man. See how he's been doing. Hell yeah. Yeah, I haven't even got to talk to him. I'd like to talk to him about uh, some uh, some Dan Quinn stuff. I know he was a special teams coordinator when Dan Quinn was there, but uh, it would be nice to see how that relationship was and everything else. Kind of pick the brain a little bit, you know? Oh, yeah. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well, for Bobby and Matt, I'm Wes and... We wish you guys nothing but safety and health, and uh, we'll hear you. We'll, we'll, we'll see you next time. Soon, soon, fellas. Yep.